0: You are now listening to the Beat Basement, Season Three, Episode Seven.
1: Uh, a lot of R and a lot of soul. Um, uh, as a '90s kid, I was a huge rock. In uh, you know, high school, I was all about like Green Day and Incubus when they first That's came when, out. But rock music, was was rock music yeah. Say tell Presents the Beat Basement,
0: where you hear from your live as producers, all of them this is where it all goes down, where you hear the funky sound, from the producers that's up and coming, the Grammy award winning, all of them, I'm your host Swish, and we going in, everything going in, on this episode we had a super talented man, special, special dude, Um, my boy Deke Beats. What's up, man? What up, dude? How you doing, sir. Shoot,
1: chilling, chilling, chilling.
0: Nice to have you on the show, man. man.
1: Thank you for coming down here, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on.
0: No problem, man. No problem. Where
1: where are we, man? We in a, we're in the country. <laughs> we're in the country. I told you. Uh, we're right in between uh, Orlando and Tampa, like literally forty five minutes each way. Yeah. In between, in the country, and Polk City, Polk. They got Polk. alligators and shit. They got gators. <laughs> We got, a, we got a family of them. So. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't be creeping around here. At <laughs> Boy. Man. So tell the listeners a little bit
1: about yourself. All right. Well, I'm going to say my name is Deke Beats. Uh, I'm a lo fi boom bap hip hop producer. Um, 36 years old. So I'm an old head. Oh, uh, Or OG, you know what or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Triple but, OG. Uh, uh, I used to DJ for about 15 years, off and on, you know. Uh, just got sick of. You know, actually just DJing. I got burnt myself out on DJing. You know, I always dabbled around with making my own music and stuff like that. But, you know, when it got to the point where I wasn't enjoying the gigs, I wasn't enjoying work, I wasn't enjoying the clubs and the clientele and dealing with bar managers and stuff like that, it was time for me to go ahead and step out of DJing. But then it was like, well, what am I going to do? You know, but started going in and just making beats and djing my own music sort of in a, in, a, in a way you know yeah
0: yeah Yeah. so i mean i definitely understand you about getting burnt out on on just the other aspects of, of what you did um that's i i definitely relate to you because i'm a barber by trade and um i'm like this is my 15th year and i'm burnt out on it you know what i mean right. i'm burnt out and um You know, I love podcasting, so... And uh, I love music, so that's what, that's what
1: you know, kept me with producing and beat making and stuff and learning how to, you know, what type of music that I want to make was more importantly, like, the hardest part of it, you know, because I knew I just didn't want to play everybody else's music, you know, I didn't want to go ahead and have my SoundCloud with my DJ mixes that were, like, 45 minutes long, and, you know, you have this other artist and this remix and this remix you and gotta this play remix him. and i'm like you know i want to play much. i want to play something Money. different you know yeah. you know I, I listen you know i grew up on tribe called quest and de la soul and yes. early 90s you know i was yes. in middle school and you know riding my bike to the to the comic book store and you know the waxy maxies picking up a vinyl and and cds like i that's my era so i mean i not that i you know outgrew what was going on at the times but i knew that just that wasn't my place you know what i'm saying i'm like the old guy spinning like you know fist pumping breakbeat music you know the drake meeks you know the club mixes and Migos, and drake and stuff like that which is cool you know there's a time and place for it but me being me i didn't want that to be 130 in the bar with my equipment you know living that hustling lifestyle the money was good you know i lived off of DJ in a long time, you know. I still DJ weddings and small events like that, but I mean, you won't catch me DJing in a club, you know. Like I've turned down money, you know, to DJ in a club, and that's just that's just not me. That's that's the old me. So the Deep Beats is the new me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the new, the new, no, the yeah. new you. That's what it's about, man. How'd you how'd you come up with the name um Deep Deep Beats?
1: I mean, my nickname is Deep. My real name is Derek. Okay. So everybody just been calling me Deke, and yeah. I make beats. So right. it's been like the, It's like the, it's like it's Yeah. So, so I mean it's, it's like man, hip hop. It's the easiest way to identify myself. Band. Yeah, it's Deek Beats, right. you know. I mean right. you know they got Swiss beats out there. They got a whole You're bunch right. of different beats. I ain't want to be little nothing. I ain't little D. I'm 36 <laughs> years old so. And I'm a little over here so I'm Deek Beats. <laughs> yeah.
0: I got an uncle named Deke, man. See ya. Yeah. yeah. Love him to death, man. God, lady. How long um, have you been making beats or... and transitioned from the DJing?
1: Uh, that's been... I'll say my last time DJing actually at a club was at a spot in Jack's Beach last summer when we uh, still lived in Jacksonville. We've been down here since about Christmas, so... um actually working in a bar. I was working two bars at the time, a Friday night gig, a Saturday night gig, while uh, taking myself through, I guess you could say, like a producer boot camp, you know, using software, learning my VSTs, learning my way through my own software, just kind of making my own little, you know, 16-bar loops and just jamming out in the living room, you know, before deciding to go ahead and release a beat tape, you know. So about grinding really hard on that about two years, but as far as actually releasing my first produced beat tape, you know, I did that last October. So, wow. yeah.
0: So, you've been making beats before the DJing? Oh. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, I would go you ahead never and collab took it with it. Them. Seriously. Just never took it seriously. Exactly. I mean, I never took it seriously. Right. Like, that comes down to the whole point, like, never once actually taking it seriously. Like, me getting fed up uh, with the DJing and being like, what's next? What's next? That's and nice. actually having my girl you know turned to me she was just like shout take out. this <laughs> yeah for real shout, shout out. out shout out to Catherine over there painting shoes with the angelos paints shout out <laughs> um but yeah uh she actually sat me down she was just like you make really good beats people need to hear uh hear your music so as actually sitting down and coming up with a five-year plan like and letting you know sitting down uh writing goals down, um, Shoutouts to some other YouTubers who actually like you know, you know watching good YouTubers and getting good advice from right people who are actually working it and figuring out hey what do I want to do how do I get there and this is my plan to get there and now I'm doing my first podcast with you so I mean some something's, something's working out yeah, you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah it definitely is man your sound is ageless too man um what how did you come up with your sound like was it was it something that 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 you grew up with or or how'd you make it what it is
1: now um i gotta say i'm definitely influenced by the music that i grew up with i grew up uh around a whole lot of whole lot of music exposure being from the dc area i mean right. there's gogo music for one yeah you know shout outs to the shout outs to the don't, <laughs> to the don't mute dc 80, Go-Go movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's still yeah. crank, you know there's a lot of bands that still crank now you right. know and uh you know gogo music molded me a lot as a youth because you know that was on our local radio you know there was bands like you know Rare Essence and EU and 9-11 Band and Northeast Groovers and, and you know I, my gravy she loves when I listen to Jam Out the Go-Go music all the time because it just brings me home but it's something about that fusion of R&B rhythm jazz melodies heavy percussion uh, a lot of R&B a lot of soul um, uh, as a nineties kid, I was a huge rock In uh, you know, high school. I was all about like green day and incubus when they first came when, out, but music. rock music. Yeah. yeah. And I, I still have a hard, I still have a de- real deep love. The DJ in me right. really loves like all types of music, you know, but I have right. to say like, you know, just the nineties yeah. and the eighties yeah. definitely molded me. Yeah. yeah. And being like my mom, she was a single mom. So we'd be riding, you know, on, on the highway as a youth and she's putting up some song and that moment that you know every kid has in their, in their, you know that moment in the car and they, they, the mom the parents turn that song up and that's that song that hits them and I, right. I didn't get it but I get it now yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah. an old overt song yeah. will come on and be like oh I get yeah. it I get it I, I, I didn't get it. hear it, too yeah, much yeah, yeah. Then, but now yeah I mean, yeah so it's yeah. like producing actually helped me find more of my sound loving music and actually just taking time away from DJing to find out what other music I actually did like listening to, yeah. to get to my sound. Cause you know, when I was making beats, you know, excuse me, <clears throat> when I was making beats at the beginning, you know, uh, it was like, what type of music am I gonna make? Am I gonna make trap music? Am I gonna make, you know, I started making beats, you know, uh, how like how they sounded on the radio. Cause I just wanted to make beats. And right. I wanted people to listen to my beats, you know, listen to my stuff where, you know, even in that early transition a couple of years ago, I'm still making music to please everybody else. The biggest lesson was I had to make music that made me happy. Right. Like, that you know, bottom line. yeah, really just like mentally balling up that piece of paper, you know. Screw the rules. Right. Screw the screw. Screw algorithms. Yeah. Screw the whole what keynote structure. Else is
0: liking yeah. Or saying. Yeah. And
1: just kind of coming into my own. Yeah. And as I progress to making beats, even from the beat tapes that I have now, from October to my next beat tape that I got coming up now, you can like literally hear the change in my sound coming to now, and it's exciting to me because it'll yeah. be beats that you know I cook up beats every day. You know. That's my job right now. That's all I have to do is go ahead and make music. What I'm going to do with them, that's the other fun part because I listen to a beat, and I'm like, I didn't even know I made this beat. I didn't even know I made this beat, but (laughs) once I got into my sound and figured out this was the sound that I was going to get into you know people call it lo-fi i mean the the tag the term to use for it now is lo-fi but you know i'll even say like recycled 90 it's like it has
0: no 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 it has no sound it has no sound
1: yeah like i I like to say like it's just another version of hip-hop like i just make my version of hip-hop how it sounds to me right
0: now hip-hop truly sounds like yeah you know what i mean
1: appreciate that yeah
0: how, how was it growing up in dc how how is dc i heard dc is nice i haven't been there
1: yet you gotta go everybody needs to go to the nation's capital once uh dc is unlike any other city like i love new york because i've been to new york too okay. i haven't been to the west coast and i'm down That's here in I'm the from. south see yeah, yeah. So you're from west coast yeah all right so uh think of dc from what i've been told from west coasters that it's just like la without a beach okay. like you got a lot of you got a lot of culture there. Yeah. You got. Uh, a lot of different type of music, a lot of different type of food, a lot of different type of people. It's just like a perfect, it's like a perfect mixing bowl at its best, you know. Um, and you know, people are serious about their their music in D.C. It's a fast place city, you know, everybody either works government, military, something. But people are, people are stern, people are quick, and people like their music up there, so yeah. How
0: was, how was your childhood growing up, in?
1: Uh, my childhood was pretty straight You know, it was uh, middle class You know, dad wasn't around so My mom and my grandparents Raised me, you know uh, Stayed out of trouble I was that nerdy little kid um, Did it help? Did you,
0: do you think it helped involve your beats now?
1: I, I absolutely absolutely. I, I have a lot of conversations About my childhood with my girlfriend or Just talking about certain moments I'll hear certain songs on the radio that'll take me back to my childhood and you know I'll flip a sample of something or, or definitely my childhood you know I hear one type of style of music from my mom I think one of the funniest things was uh, I remember uh, The Chronic when it came out Dre's Chronic because my mom was a young mom and she's bumping that drink so <laughs> so oh, I forgot what it was it was Dre Day and then Snoop's line was like I got a pocket full of uh, rubbers that my homeboys do too but I'm a young dude at the time I didn't know what it meant. So I'm singing. It's a po- I got a pocket full of brothers and my homeboys, <laughs> too, because I'm a young dude, but I'm still banging out the hip-hop with my mom. But then when I finally got the line right that one day, you know, she gave me that little quick pop across the head and everything like that. So I went. she listened to rap. She listened to Soul of My Grandmother. She listened to a lot of gospel, went to church, you know, sang in the choir as a youth, um, wanted to play piano. Nobody really had a piano and everything, you know. Uh, Middle school, picked up my first instrument, trumpet, then played trumpet, played the drums, played the flute, played clarinet, played everything, and you know, got into DJing when I was in high school and stuff like that. What so, what you is your favorite one? Uh, if I had, as far as instrument ever, like really picked up, man, I'd probably say like the bass guitar, mm. bass guitar, or and do you incorporate that?
0: Do you incorporate the bass guitar in you?
1: I incorporate a lot of like as far as authentic sounds that i could find of the instruments that i love absolutely got a lot of heavy bass a lot of good keys a lot of flute a lot of uh, high-pitched melodies and stuff like i would love to learn how to play the flute shout out lizzo the flute you know Uh, just i i I just i love obscure i wouldn't even call it an obscure instrument like my girl's dad he plays uh was the french horn he played the french horn and I like, lo- baritone, excuse me. You play the baritone. So it's just like other instruments. I mean, there's so many instruments out there. It's the cook-up. Time for the cook-up. ice right made up
0: Only I can change my life. No one can do it for me. Carol Burnett. Yeah, man, it's on you to go hard. Don't count on nobody else. It's only you can change your life. Only I can change my life. So do you. Do what's best for you. Don't look for no handouts or no help. God gonna send it anyway. That's my word, y'all. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace.